The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, Fueled by Dead End Barbecue, Ben McKee, Jason Swain. On a Wednesday, December the 29th, the day before game day, Tennessee, Purdue, Turkey Man. You want to get into this You want to get into this game, Turkey Man, huh? Let's give him what he wants, Ben. Let's give him what he wants. You do have a quarterback on the other side. Um... Ben, that's that's one of the best in the Big Ten as far as completion percentage. You know, watching Will Will Rogers yesterday for Mississippi State, just unreal that he threw the ball as many times as he did. It was completing over seventy percent. Like that's unheard of. That's unheard of. Like when you when you have a a guy at the free throw line and he shoots seventy four percent, and nobody has a hand in his face. The only thing that's a distraction is a noise. Like that's 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 like that's that's okay. Seventy four percent from the from the free throw line is not terrible. It's pretty good. But to take a quarterback during a football game, not seven on seven, but during a football game where you have guys diving at your legs. Defensive linemen putting their hands up, trying to tip passes. You can be wide open. Sometimes those guys may drop it. To throw the football with a 70% completion percentage and better is remarkable. Well, Aiden O'Connell, number one in the Big Ten, at 74%, 73.5. He's accurate. Yeah, he he's he's a stud. Now he's kind of going to be on his own tomorrow mm-hmm. afternoon. Purdue is pretty thin at receiver for the bowl game. They were not during the regular season. You had David Bell, who's an absolute stud. He opted out to focus on the NFL draft, and uh, not only is David Bell out after opting out, but Milton Wright. His sidekick is dealing with academic issues, and he will not be playing either. So Purdue's going to be relying on a couple of freshmen and some guys who are not as experienced. And And Purdue is a, a true air raid. Josh Heupel gets offended uh, when, when you talk about it being just an air raid or, or the perception that Tennessee's offense is an air raid. But uh, Purdue's is, is truly an air raid. So it, it's not like that they can lean on the running game all of a sudden, they're still going to try to throw the ball. And uh, from Tennessee's perspective, you were worried about the absence of Alante Taylor when this matchup was announced and after Alante announced that he was going to opt out for the game. But with Purdue having a couple of guys not being able to play, it's it's kind of shifted back into Tennessee's favor, Swain. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm expecting Tennessee to not only win, but to cover the six-point spread that's that's out there right now. I know Butt Nass probably is going to jump on that and 
Diarval is going to, to jump on that. I know I am. Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee to cover that six point spread, but you know you mentioned. I am too. I I I think it's going to be a blowout. I I, mm-hmm. I I hate predicting blowouts because, especially in a game like this where it's a bowl game, Swain, and and we're not as familiar with Purdue as we are SEC teams. But you just start to look at the matchups and and who they're missing on on offense at receiver, which is their bread and butter, and and then you look at uh, they're they're going to be thin. At corner as well, they're they're having to move some guys around in the secondary to to make up for some guys who are banked up and also have academic issues in in the secondary. So uh, they're they're thin in the secondary, and you, you pair the assistant coach's comments with Hendon Hooker wanting to to kind of prove him wrong, and I, I just think it has a recipe for disaster written all over it for Purdue. Yeah, yeah, man. You mentioned uh, Milton Wright who is the second-leading receiver. He was in 12 games. He had 57 catches, 732 yards, and seven touchdowns. So you are having to replace almost 2,000 yards. Actually, more than 2,000 yards, excuse me, between David Bell and Milton Wright. 2,000 yards in production, 13 touchdowns, and – 150 receptions between those two guys. And you mentioned Tennessee um, facing some young wide receivers for Purdue. You go and you look at the depth chart for Purdue. You mentioned young, young receivers having to step up, and they're going to be counting on a freshman, 6'3", 195, and Preston Terrell, who is a looks like a true freshman, number 84, They'll also have to rely on Brock Thompson, 6'3", 190, and uh, Colin Sullivan, who is a redshirt freshman. I know one thing, if you're Tennessee, you can't let no brother wearing 29 named Brock give you the business. You got to ball out, Tennessee. You can't let Brock give you the business, Tennessee. So, DBs, you know the assignment. You know what we have to do. But if if I'm Purdue, man – I, I'm entering this game. I, I'm going to play because you play the game, no matter you know, what what happens with injuries. It's just like a normal game. You don't forfeit a game during a Big Ten play. If you had guys not playing, you play the game. I feel so bad for NC State fans and the players. The game was canceled four hours before kickoff. All those flights, all those hotels, all that money, all those resources to get to the bowl site for it to get canceled, it's terrible. And and I feel bad for the, the fans as well. I, I don't know if you've mentioned them. No, I said the fans. Uh, I, I said the fans okay. first. I, I, I know you, you mentioned the, the players and the families. They, they are the most important yeah. ones we feel bad for. But I wanted to, to mention the fans like C-Mac because back in the summer – they got put out of the College World Series because of COVID as well. So, so now they've they've been they they've seen their their baseball season and their football season come to an end because of COVID. But baseball, more importantly, because they were playing for a championship. This is just a, a regular bowl game out in I think it was San Diego. But that that stinks. Two of your three main teams, their season coming to an end because of because of COVID. That that just really stinks. Why why you say C match name like that? Because C-Mac is a uh, NC State fan. 
You over here, you over here trying to show compassion, but throwing shade at C Mac at, at the same time. <laughs> it's what I do best, oh, as, as the great philosopher Future once said, at the same time. Oh, oh man, you ain't got no sense. Something you know, is there, wrong with just, you. I just, I, I like the matchups for Tennessee. I, I, I was worried about the matchups for Tennessee off the jump because Alante Taylor opted out and David Bell was opposite of him. But David Bell has opted out and his sidekick, Milton Wright, can't play because of academics. So I'm not as worried about that matchup anymore. You know, Cade Mays not looking like he's going to play. And that was worrisome because Purdue has a potential first rounder at defensive end. And... He opted out, so you don't have to worry about that matchup as much anymore. You, you look at Purdue left tackle, Greg Long, and it's looking like uh, he may not play. He's very questionable due to injury, and, and he's been one of Purdue's better offensive linemen. So That's too Tennessee much, man. That's too much. Tennessee too many guys leaving, man. <laughs> too many guys getting – Unavailable, man. That's starting. Now, that's starting. To, that's, start, that's hitting forfeit territory right there, man. I, I know. So they've got the left tackle out. They've got the receivers out. Uh, they they don't run the ball as is. Um, and, and then I mentioned the the cornerback position being thin thin for them as well. A moment ago, Dedrick Mackey, who is a fifth year senior, he didn't make the trip because of academic issues as as well. And he started all twelve games this year. Uh, picked off three passes, and they're having to move a safety out into the slot to to play that that corner corner slot nickel position. So, uh, I, I I expect Valus to to take uh, advantage of that situation uh, as well. Now, I will to 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 play the other side of the card, Swain. Aiden O'Connell is a stud, yeah, and and Brom is is gonna throw it, throw it, throw it, and. They they may have some inexperienced receivers out there playing. Well, Tennessee, opposite of Warren Burrell, is going to have an inexperienced corner out there as well. So that is still something to, to keep an eye on because uh, Aiden O'Connell can make up for that inexperiencedness of of the receivers, I guess you could say. Yeah, which leaves opportunities for our defensive front to get to the quarterback, man. And if 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 we are able to keep them off schedule, now if you are uh, giving up the four and five yard passes on first down, um, and the killings with tempo and, and and short passes, then you you know quick game, then you never really be able to get to the get to the quarterback. But if you can keep them off schedule and force some third down longs, uh, then you'll have enough time to get back there and affect the quarterback. But uh, Ron English. See, see, I was trying not to go there. Trying to go there, man. Turning a new leaf. New Year's coming up. Trying to be nicer. But I'll go and look at Ron English's bio. He coached at Florida for three years, man. He coached the safeties at Florida. This is uh, Ron English on the Music City matchup. Turn it up a little bit. This is at the 427 mark. And um, now, 
Kentucky Vols fan, taking your word for it. You said 435. I'm going to give you eight seconds here. Played at the 427 mark. And uh, let's hear what old Ron English has to say. Can you hear that, Ben? So to speak, over them having to make adjustments on the fly. Now I can. Uh, because if you watch it, you know, guys turn, guys lose. It's, uh, now Tennessee is good enough to make some plays individually also, but, you know, you got guys turning, guys lose a bunch. Uh, the quarterback is very, very effective um, at 10 yards or less. Now, once he throws past 10 yards, he's a 40% passer. But he's very, very effective, and a lot of their throws are here or, you know, they bang a slant or something like that. So um, they do that. They want to throw the ball quickly, and then they want to run right by you. That's what you're going to see on Saturday. They're going to throw it out, out there like that, and then the guy's going to run and try to run right by you. And there's not a lot of routes. It's just he's going to try to run right by you. So... Uh, I told the kids, I said, hey, listen now, they're going to throw a quick game, and you're going to get some intermediate, and then, you know, they're going to try to run right by you. And the, the thing about it is you can't get frustrated and start guessing and making stuff up or jumping routes or being undisciplined with your technique. You've, you've got to play what you see. Uh, you've got to do a good job technically. I mean, I don't, I don't really have a problem with what he said there, Ben, to be honest. I mean, you know what stood out to me, Ben? What? He was like, they don't, they don't, they're not going to run run routes. <laughs> like, that's the part that stood out. That's something that we talked about on this program that I've brought up. It's like, hey, man, it's not a real full route tree. And so he's scouting us. He sees that. He's telling his guys that. And it's one thing to know it. It's another thing to stop it. So – you get lulled to sleep with the 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 quick game. You, you're thinking, "Oh, I gotta go back to tackle. I gotta go back to tackle. I better get ready to react." When you see the same alignment, when you see the same maybe down on distance, and then before you know it, everything looks the same as the quick game throw that you just defended. But instead of the quick game throw, they're sitting verticals. They're sitting a you know skinny post or a post route or a wheel route. They have routes going north and south, and boom, they have you by two or three steps, and it's over by then. It's one thing to know about. It's another thing to stop it. So I did find that interesting. That stood out to me that an opposing coach looked at our routes and go, man, they don't really run routes. They just run right past you. And that's what I said. Tennessee is going to have to combat when you are recruiting wide receivers and developing receivers to go to the next level. I I just don't understand the the purpose of that comment. I guess um, in terms of the, the whole forty percent thing, and and it also doesn't feel correct. Just because again, I, I I mean I would assume that it is correct because he is saying it, but just to the eye this year, it doesn't feel like Hendon has been inaccurate to that degree when throwing the football ten or more yards. It's, no, right. it's not like he's an inaccurate passer. You're right. You're right. It doesn't feel like 40%. That's I, low. That's low. I mean, I understand like 55 or something like that. But and he's I, not talking about like the just the deep ball either because would you say 40% on, on just pure go routes, deep yeah, balls yeah, yeah. Is, is good? Even Yeah, I think I think 40% is great. It's like shooting, you yes. know, it's like shooting three-pointers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 40, 35%, 40% is, is, you know, we take great. that. 
Yeah, you you know, and I've said this too many times that those those deep passes are your lower percentage throws. You know, your intermediate throws uh, are higher percentage, which is why I like them a whole lot a whole lot more. But he said past ten yards, just past ten yards. He didn't say twenty five plus. He said just past ten yards. Yes, which <laughs> that is not a deep ball at all. It's hard to believe that, but I um. I, I man, I hope in Tennessee's press conference after the win that Josh Heupel goes Dana Holgerson when he's asked about those comments and the accuracy of hitting the hooker past ten yards. <laughs> Ooh, I hope. Think somebody needs to ask him, huh? I mean, I hope there was a reporter with enough gonads that would uh, ask Josh Heupel about that. Let's say if hitting, you know, throws for two hundred and fifty plus, couple touchdowns, and Tennessee wins. By a couple scores, I think a reporter should ask Josh Heupel about those comments from Ron English about Indian hookers' forty uh, percent completion percentage past ten yards. I mean, if there, was ever, if there was only a guy that could do that, just brave enough that that want to be a hero for the fan base. Hmm. Just saying. Hey, well, six- I, I I think the way Twitter has gone lately, I think people need to stop trying to be a a, a hero for the fan base. <laughs> Hey, new comment there, buddy. I know what you're doing. I ain't getting in that. <laughs> man, I saw that tweet. It's like, oh, man, I'm glad I'm not the person that's getting that heat. All right, let's go back to the phones. 865-255-03. Good morning. What up, fella? What's going on, man? Triple O. Yeah, I had to make one call before the end of the year, you know. Hey, man, you better uh, put some pep in your step. You better put some energy in your voice. Man. The Lions like actually have a, have a winnable game this, this weekend. Man, put it like this. I'm to the point now, my focus is on one thing, and that is to beat Bama basketball and for the Vols to beat Purdue Bruce B, uh Drew Brees, uh, old school by at least 21 points. That's all I care about right now. Because, I mean, first of all, I can't stand Bama in anything. Um, and then, two, you got you got a BB coach who got lit up by, by Michigan State <laughs> receivers who ain't that good, who ain't as good as our receivers. And they gave up, like, what, almost 400 yards? <laughs> to Michigan State receivers, and you going to talk about UT receivers? Man, you better shut your swamp ducky ass up. I mean, he was talking. He was talking about Henry Hooker's throw. You know, completion percentage. He he prefaced his statement by by you know showing some love at the beginning before he dropped the forty percent line. Uh, but on the text box, Triple O, Raleigh Vol says, is he still mad? About Tabor getting deep fried by Jawan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like this. deep fried. Who was, other, who was the other one? Uh, what was his name? His, his partner in crime who got ate up by Josh Malone in the second half. Oh uh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, the one. You Quincy know, the Wilson? one with Josh. You know, what Astro Dobbs was Astro Dobbs. Yeah, was he it, still mad about that? Was it? Was it Quincy? Last name Wilson. Yeah, that's it, Wilson. <laughs> that was his partner in crime. Did he play for got, the Lions? Got, no, no, Tabor, no, Tabor did <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> Tabor, I saw Tabor. him playing last week next to JRM. 
Man, we no, nah, no. Nah, actually, Tabor was actually starting safety for uh, Chicago. Yeah, good T, for him though. Yeah, T's on the Bears, man. Ugh. Yeah, he's trying to get moved to safety, which was exactly where he should have been in the first place in the playoffs. I heard he was dragging Triple O. Mm-mm. I ain't put it like this. I ain't worried about it. I mean, put it like this. Speaking of Jalen Reeves, maybe, did you hear the first name that Campbell said, if if you had to build your defense around who you want, the first name that came out was J.R.M.? That's right, man. That's right. I, I feel bad every time I throw shade to, towards you and your lines because it involves J.R.M. And, like, he's one of my favorite dudes ever. I love that dude. Not yeah. just on the field, off the field. I mean, that dude is an awesome dude. I mean, if mm-hmm. I ever had the chance to meet him, I would shake his hand and tell him that I appreciate him being an awesome, human, you know, an awesome human being because um, he is. He is. He's great. But speaking of which, man, I was I was so wanting you to beat the Vikings because I mean, their fans are just gapping and they say, "Yeah, we're still in the playoffs. Right? You're still gonna be sitting on the bench the first week of the playoffs." Packers just about like to do it. Are. Packers about to do yeah, it. I know, but but it's the Packers, man. The team that nobody can't stand. Nobody can't stand the Packers, man. Like some, one of us got to come up and beat them, man. I'm just tired of the nobody's Packers. Nobody's doing that. They're going to Super Bowl this year. I'll be surprised if they don't. Well, miracles have happened before. We can only hope and pray that somebody shows up and beat them. Let's hope Matthew Stafford don't throw pick sixes and ruins it. Exactly. Amen to that. Wouldn't that be the most ironic thing? It's <laughs> the Super Bowl to get it. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> no, nah, man, but seriously, man, I just want I just want UT to beat Purdue by 21. I want us to beat Bama basketball, and I had to call and say I love you both. And Ben, come July, I'm uh, Uncle Jamie is going to spoil the crap out of your job. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> All right, love y'all. Peace All right, out. man, see you, man. Appreciate you, Triple O. Uh, I hope Triple O is not about to buy your kids some Detroit Lions onesies because that's not spoiling. That is that is that's not that's torture. Uh, it's child abuse. That, that that will not be allowed. <laughs> no man, we we trying to raise winners around here, man. Triple O. Uh, speaking of winners, Tennessee basketball tonight. Alabama. Kim Palm predicts a Alabama win. Don't know who's going to be out for Tennessee or Alabama. Who's Ken Palm know? Who's Ken Pomeroy? What does he know? We didn't want to believe him. It was hard to believe. I did want to believe him. It was hard to believe him last week when Tennessee beat Arizona and he picked Tennessee to win. I was like, I don't know, man. Watching Tennessee play this season, I don't see that performance coming. And boom, we got it. And now he's predicting Tennessee to to lose in a very – Small margin to Alabama, and I don't, I don't want to believe it. But you know how I feel about this game. <sighs> yeah, I don't like the matchup, man. I don't. I was like... just talking about the game, the, the game oh. featuring the two teams. Oh yeah, Alabama. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you have, you, have your Bama buddies text you, hit you up? No, no because Bama basketball has been poo poo the last couple of weeks. They're, yeah. they're 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 more nervous than we are. Well, that's that's. That's good, man. I just think it's important that Fulkerson is playing. Our main dudes are playing. I think it's important Kennedy Chandler plays. Exactly. Yeah, I think Fulkerson and Kennedy, if, if those two dudes are playing, 
then um, I, I feel like I feel good. I, I have heard about the rumors, you know, some guys battling, you know, potentially potentially sitting out COVID and stuff like that. Um, but I think it's also important Josiah plays. Yep, yep, yep. That bring that toughness. It just, bro, we we've been dealing with this COVID thing a long time. I'm so tired of it. And there's more athletes at the pro level out with COVID now than 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 ever. And they have reduced the quarantine timeline down to five game five uh five days. So in a way, yeah, more people are getting it, but this 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 new strand, uh, it seems like is not as as potent, and guys are able to, to bounce back and and play. But man, it's it's affecting every pro sports, every level. There's more folks missing time with COVID protocols, and COVID protocols could be so broad that you know a team can have one you know one or two guys out in a position group, and that team can cite COVID protocols because that that group, that position group now is in, I guess, have to be in quarantine or have to be subjected to the protocol. So just hopefully it doesn't affect Tennessee. Hopefully it does not affect Purdue, Alabama, Tennessee, and uh, both games, both sides, both teams can play at full strength. That's what we hope. That's what we hope. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. I know Riley Voss. I want to get into the COVID. I don't want to make the last part of the show all about about the COVID protocols. And I, but I'm with you, man. I'm 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 with you too, John. I I'm I'm with you. Tennessee is not testing vaccinated players without symptoms. So if you don't have any symptoms, you're vaccinated. You're not you're not being tested. So. Um, Riley Vall says, I don't like Beamer, but do y'all think they can beat overrated North Carolina? I think <laughs> both of the teams in that bowl game are overrated. Yeah, I, I, I do think, you know, Sam Howell's been up and down, but man, if when he's up and you got, you know, Ty Chandler, psh, they can present some problems to South Carolina for sure. I just... I don't trust the quarterback player in South Carolina. I think that's what can get them in trouble. So, I would probably pick North Carolina, but I wouldn't put any money on it. As long as Tennessee, I know Triple O said he wants Tennessee to win by 21. I just want Tennessee to win by six. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I want. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I want them to, to win by as many points as possible. I want to send a message. I want there not to be any doubt. I want, you know, Tennessee has been 0-4, 0-5 in the bowl season. I want Tennessee to make a statement. Riley Vall says, the sweetest about to be rocking that DeAndre McKee Swift jersey. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, do we need some more speed at safety next year? Tank seems a tad slow. Like Keaton, we need speed at safety. Correct. We you know need it's, uh, speed at receiver. We need speed at linebacker. We need speed everywhere. Yes, sir. That's crazy. Uh, that as of right now, correct me if I'm wrong, 
but Ramel Keaton probably the starting outside receiver opposite of Cedric Tillman as of today. Uh, I'm not. I'm not throwing a freshman into the starting lineup at this point, so that I'm not including any of them. And and who else is there to start at receiver opposite of Cedric Tillman on the outside? I mean, like, not today, but Friday, like next year in the season opener, so, projecting forward. Nah, <laughs> as of right now, who Tennessee nah. has. <laughs> Mel Keaton is your starting no, receiver opposite no, of Cedric Tillman no, no. as of right now. Yeah, but nah, it ain't going to happen. Valus gone. Javante Payton's gone. Man, I don't see what you're doing. You need to stop. I'm, 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 I'm just saying, since he needs to go out and, and find them a receiver, in my opinion. Ben, you need to stop selling fear, man. You like these media no. folks. <laughs> I'm not selling fear. I'm selling facts. Tennessee's going to go into the portal. They're gonna get a they're gonna get a receiver. I don't see Romel Keaton start opposite Cedric Tillman. I just don't see that unless he okay, has I mean, a, I, a, a a jump in improvement like Cedric Tillman had this summer or last summer. I, look, I summer. get it, but I get it, but but who's starting in his place then? I it's expect, not Keaton. I expect, give me a name. I, I expect Hyatt name. to step up. I expect he's him. a slot guy. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Squirrel gonna be the slot guy. No. <laughs> okay. Well, then Jalen's gonna be the backup slot guy. No. They gonna put. They gonna have to put. They gonna put Jalen back on the outside, man. They gotta put him. He gonna have to get stronger, get some feet, get off press. He gonna. Have, he can't be. He can't be hiding him in the slot. I think they're going. Squirrel to, needs to be in the along slot with Jimmy Callaway. You can't put Squirrel on the outside. Squirrel is itty bitty. You gotta put Squirrel on the slot. And Jalen, no, you, you need to go be find it. another Javante Payton. That's what you need to do. Man, not trying to make it seem like an easy task, but <laughs> yeah, uh, we going the real D from the four two three says we gonna change Ben's name to the Negaval. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Kevin Houston says the PA announcer one day is gonna say, and now batting for the Red Sox number one at shortstop, the coldest McKee. <laughs> I'll be perfectly happy with the check that I'm receiving. Oh uh, no, you ain't getting no check, man. You can't be like you can be like Britney Spears' daddy. Oh uh, man, can't be doing that. All right, Riley Vall says, uh, "Why high bench the same as who's KD?" What do you mean, who is KD? You know who KD is, Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. I would say Kevin Durant probably benches more than Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, the thing is, Kevin Durant doesn't need the weight room. Hyatt needs the weight room. And, um, you know, Hyatt, Hyatt's, he he's going to be in that weight room. I think he understands that he needs to put in that, put in that work, man. There's an opportunity right there for him. He saw what – um, Sarah Tillman did and the results that he got. That's the thing, though. Like, when you when, when you have someone that you are close to and you see put the work in and they have the results, you will be crazy not to go and go out and do the same thing. Tell yourself, like, oh, I got to do what he did now. So I think he's going to do that. And if he doesn't, then 
he ain't serious about playing football. As simple as that. If he does, if he doesn't put the same work in that Cedric Tillman puts in, or put in this offseason, he's just not serious about playing football at a high level. He's just not. So we'll see. He has the tools to do it. And um, I think this year was a big wake-up call for him, and uh, that, there's a heck of an opportunity, and I hope that he maximizes the um, the opening out there for him, him and Callaway, because they, be, they can be good players. It's all mental for them, man. They have the physical tools. They really do. Can we get to 75-plus scholarships next year? Yeah. Yeah, we're slightly below 70 right now, so I think we'll be above 75. I think I think we'll see that. 865-255-03, who has the better defense, Purdue or Alabama? Purdue or Georgia? How many points did we score on Bama or or, or and on Georgia, just saying. Yeah, but that was that was a couple weeks ago. That was a couple months ago. I mean, in theory, yes. You play against Alabama, you play against Georgia, you should be able to beat Purdue by 30. But that was then. This is tomorrow. Different circumstances, different players playing. No Cade Mays, no Alante Taylor, neutral site game. You just never know. But yeah, I feel what you're saying, Coach SAJ. We need to, we should take care of business. But you just never know. Texas A&M beat Alabama and then went on to lose other games they shouldn't have lost to, lost in. So, uh, Swain, do you think Seth can uh, get some legit run in the NFL like Jawan and Palmer doing now? Well, Palmer's doing it as a rookie, and Jawan is doing it now as a second year player. Yes, I do. I do. I do, because I expect Tillman to improve this offseason. Now, I don't know if he were to leave right now and go do it, but I believe that he's going to improve a whole lot more this summer, be a whole lot better, and then next year when he goes to the league, I think he will have an opportunity to get some run like Jawan Jennings, for sure. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, it's it's Emac. Dan was just talking about you earlier, man. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh! Uh, wait, wait, wait! One correction. It's Uncle Cmac. Oh, it's Uncle Cmac. You and Ben brothers now. No, no. <laughs> Cmac, you do not fall under the uncle category. <laughs> what? Come on, Ben. He can be an uncle too. No, no. No, 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 uncle for C Mac. He, he needs to to, to be a, prove prove that he can be mature over the next couple of months before uh, he obtains the uncle status. Hey, hey, C Mac, C Mac, being saying that now, but wait till the sweetest McKee goes on her first date, and oh the boy comes and, and picks her up. <laughs> then being gonna be calling you. Come on, come on, C Mac, Uncle C Mac, come on to the house, man. We gotta pull up. We gotta pull up bad boys too. Scene. Come on, man. I need your help. No, I need you to come I, on over, Uncle no. C-Mac. <laughs> C-Mac is way down on the list of people I would call. C- First off, C-Mac's like 5'4". What is he going to do to somebody dating my potential what? daughter? I'm, I'm going to call Swain. <laughs> I'll call Buck Nasty. I'll call Triple O. I mean, there's a long, I'm calling Big Shot Rob. There, there's a lot of people I'm calling before I get to C-Mac. I need somebody bigger than five foot four to help. But C Mac got those. He got the Memphis ties, though. Memphis, 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 Memphis. Uh, wait, so wait, so wait, does Big wait, Shot Rob. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 
I ain't five four. All right. <laughs> Sorry, five six. You know, whatever. Keep you know, hey, mess around if you want to. Mess around if you want to. <laughs> Congratulations to the McKee family. Extremely happy about Thank the you. the addition uh, to your family. Uh, and you know, uh, uh, you know, by by way to the Swain Event family. So, looking forward to Ben, you not naming your child the sweetest or the coldest, the hottest, or having too many adjunct uh, consonants or too many aggressive vowels or random some random ass apostrophe. <laughs> Like I'm going, I'm looking forward to that not happening. Uh, and, you know, celebrating this journey that we're all getting ready to get on, uh, you know, as we welcome, you know, your first child into this world. Uh, so, um, you know, I know all this is great and funny, you know, the sweetest Mickey does have a nice little ring to it. Oh, it's <laughs> only if, only if, if, only if she could, uh, like become like the next, Adele, Alicia Keys, Beyonce type thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah like you know? Ariana Grande. So. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, once again, that, that's getting us a little bit too close to uh, the Breeding Spirit Daddy kind of thing. So we won't do that alone. You're right. Um, are y'all excited about tomorrow? Uh, I mean, big, big day. You know, everything kind of still trending in the right direction for y'all uh, and uh, everything that's happening with the game. Yeah, I'm excited about tonight, Tennessee basketball. I'm excited about tomorrow. Heck yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited about the birth of uh, the McKee baby, which I think will be on July the 26th. And hopefully, you know, it pushes back one day and it's born on the 27th. So I'm excited about all that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about all that. I don't know what's worse. C-Mac wanting to be an uncle for my kid or being my kid being born potential on the same day as Swain. Wait, I don't know you what, know what, what makes it even better? I'm going to make it even better for you and why I'm laughing and how you know I'm also going to be Uncle C-Mac. You know, if that timeline, you know, holds up, technically, you know, that child's going to be a Leo. Oh, man. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, man. I'm just saying. She's going to be something else. Someone, he he or she. she gonna be, she's really going to be something else. Or the fella. He, he or she. You know, the the little seller, the little seller. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, no, man, I, I wanted to just like to give a quick call uh, and, uh, and voice my uh, congratulations uh, to y'all on this uh, one last time for the end of the year. Um, and looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to tonight. Seeing some hoops. Uh, hopefully, you know, my boy can get, you know, Maybe over under. We're looking at maybe four rebounds tonight. Maybe. I hope so. <laughs> he should probably focus on over under four minutes. You know, given you know, some of the availability, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see, hey, Mike. I got I got hey, some news to share that hey. probably not gonna make 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 you or listeners happy. So we'll probably do that before we get up out of here for today. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, man. Hey, what? Oh, God. Okay. Well, I mean, it's Wednesday, so we're going to, you know, we're going to try to bounce back uh, before I get a fat. You know, hopefully it ain't too bad, right? No, no, it ain't too bad. Hold on, Swain. Before you share the news, 
Somebody wants to tell you something. The AP finally woke up? Yes, AP finally woke up. Good. I've been up. Good morning. Don't I'm- believe that. I don't believe that. I've already had my bowl of Captain Crunch, Swain. Without milk. That's, that's a right. Lie. Without without milk. That's right. Without milk. I'm not a milk in my cereal guy. Excuse me. What kind of Captain Crunch? Berries. berries. I did have a Dr Pepper with it. Yes. Dr Pe- Dr Pepper and Captain Crunch. That's your breakfast. Yeah, of champions? it's the breakfast of champions. What time did you get up this morning? Um, eight local time. But I didn't go to bed till like two local time. Okay, okay, okay. We got okay. back. You know, Ben Ben went to sleep early. He's a grandma. Did did, did y'all take Ben out and did uh, give him some some Jack and Cokes and get him get him dancing? No, no, no. We did not. That's tonight. Oh, that that that's tonight. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get him tore down, broke down, and build him back up before tomorrow's two o'clock uh, local time kickoff. No, that'd be fun. Is there any chance that there will be some dirty sprite involved? In no. 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 Zero. zero. <laughs> Who, who's your co-host this morning, Swain? Not Jonathan Wade. Ben. Well, I think I think Wade. People, the people want Wade. We'll get Wade back in here, man. He loves doing it. He loves doing it. So we'll make it happen. Y'all need to get him in, involved with VolQuest, man. He's awesome. I mean, if I'd had Jonathan Wade when I was a coach at Tennessee, I mean, we'd had three or four picks a game. Man, Wade would have put his hands on Pruitt if Pruitt would have talked to Wade the way he was talking to Alante and some of those other DBs. No doubt about it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a sight to see, man. Sight to see. Man, Austin, man. How many guys, How many people are over there in that same house or hotel room? I like it's 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 a house. We have a house. We have the Volquest compound. We learned that at the uh, Jacksonville Tax Bowl two two years ago. Uh, it was much more functional to get a house and you know have common area where we can hang out or podcast or do whatever. Um, and then we all each have our own bedroom, except for Ben. He's on the top bunk. Above Eric Kane, who's on the bottom bunk. Now, why y'all um, do him like that? Where's is Eric in the room too? Is he still asleep or is he up? Eric's still asleep. I think he was up late. You know, I don't know what he was doing. He was watching some kind of videos when we came on. Came Come back on, last night. AP Hubs, y'all put Eric Kane and Ben in the same room in a bunk bed. Yes, that's <laughs> oh, man. King Hubs has his king, and I, I've, I've got my queen. Yeah. And yeah. You got Ben and, and, and Kane like little rug rats, man. Ben, <laughs> Same room. Ben, 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 ben rolling in here. He rolled in here late. He should got here early and secured the bottom bunk. <laughs> he had to go. He had to go to Grandma's house in Paris and open gifts and get some, you know, some of those Christmas sweets. Oh man, Ben at the top bunk. Oh my goodness, man. Y'all ain't right for that one. We'll try to post a video of him climbing up there before the end of the week. <laughs> we, hey, you post that video of Ben climbing up on the bunk bed, then we'll find that picture of Ben uh, wearing the, the headgear with the braces. And then we'll have then we'll have a, a dynamic duo we can post on our Vol Quest. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Oh man, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I'm gonna take a break. Is that okay, guys? Can I can? Can we take a quick little time out before we wrap up today's show? You can. You're listening to the Swain Event, brought to you by Austin Price, Brent Hubs, and the VolQuest Podcast. 
I like Ball it. Ball Compound. I like it. Gallatin like Pike, it. Nashville. I like it. Be right back. Brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office Furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com. Or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, Hour 3 is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Let's go to the phones here in hour number three. Let's get to our guy, Vol Storm. Storm, good morning. Hey, 
There we go. False storm. Good morning. There we go. There we go. Swain, today's attaboy goes to Ben McKee for finally figuring out where babies come from. <laughs> Good job, Ben. I know. I'm, I'm glad I could finally figure out where babies came from. <laughs> uh, it, it, at least now you don't have to go home and hear, when are you going to have a baby? Oh, I know. It was it was the worst. Every time we'd go home for the holidays. So when you think you're going to have a kid? Uh, you can tell them now, July 27. Do not not on Swain's oh, birthday. That that's that's all I'm. It's it's due July 26th. Swain's birthday is July 27th. I'm just hoping it's not a day late. Yeah, let let's hope it is at least uh, on time or a couple days late. Hey, hey, remember that scene from Austin Powers when she was like, "I'm late." <laughs> I'm late. I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm God. one day late. July 27, and, baby. And if you let that kid around, quote unquote, Uncle C Mac, that baby go have a contact high. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Uncle Triple O be giving it, uh, trying to make it a loser from the beginning, giving it Lions onesie. Hey, Volstar, you know what I can't wait to do? What? I can't wait to babysit and take. Ben's white baby out in public, just me and the white yes. baby, and, and get and get looks from people. Hey, 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 what, hey, hey, what you do? You, you tell everybody, say, I bought this baby straight cash. I'm the pappy. There's only two the Swain event listeners that I will adopt. Vol Nation can be the uncle, and Jennifer Morris can be the aunt. That, that that's about it. Everybody else is excluded, go. including Swain. <laughs> no, uh, you, you bring that baby over here. I'm babysitting. Oh uh, yeah, just uh, wait. We're we're gonna go from dog barks in the morning to to baby cries. Oh in yeah, the background. Man. I can't, hey, that's all right. When I started off right. doing Wait. when I started off doing radio, man, my youngest one was was around with me all the time. And hey, man, it's part of it. I can't wait. Hey, we 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 all been there. We all been there. That's right. <laughs> and, and definitely don't let it around Austin Price because his nutritional value. Crap. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> damn, not allowing my baby to be around Austin Price. Damn Captain Crunch with no milk and Dr. Pepper for breakfast. Who does that? <laughs> Psychopaths, man. <laughs> and, 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 and eat McDonald's for dinner. I'm surprised he's still alive. <laughs> we had a basket of fries for lunch yesterday. Oh, good Me, God. him, and Hubs. <laughs> Stop. <Ooh>. Stop, man. <laughs> run away. Run away. Oh, man, also does eat like a four-year-old, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, guys, before I go, what's going to be funny is when that baby's first words are, Sam <laughs> <laughs> Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. All right. So, uh, I got some good news. I got some bad news. Ben, where do you think I should start first? Uh, let's, let's go bad news first and then good news. Okay. So, the unfortunate news is tomorrow's show is unfortunately going to have to be a no-go. The reason why is because we're both going to be in Nashville um, doing the game. I am hosting the UT alumni tailgate event from 1030 to 
one, I'm, I'm going to have to cut out a little early because I'm doing also the Big Orange Countdown on Vol Network. So from, 10, so from 10.30 Central all the way up until 1.30, there'll be, I mean, I'll be working. And just no possible way to do a live show tomorrow morning. No possible way. That's the bad news. The good I, news. I don't know. I, I kind of think you should come over to the VolQuest compound and we can do a live show right here in, at the table that I'm at in front of Austin, Brenton, and Eric like I'm doing now. No one will be here running the board. Leave Ace in charge. No. Mm-mm. So um, we don't have anyone to man, man the studio. So, you know, Brad is a, a dad of a newborn as well. So we got Brad scheduled for Friday, which is the good news. The good news is there will be a show Friday. There will be a show Friday. Uh, Getting on a good foot back to Knoxville after the after the game, so we will do a show on Friday morning. So the bad news is no show tomorrow. I hate it. We, you and I, tried to make this thing work so many different ways, but logistically we just we just just couldn't, just couldn't. So um, that's why honestly I plan on. I plan on staying in Knoxville to be able to, you know, do the do the show. But the opportunity to to host a couple of cool events and um, go to the game and be there, it created this little bit of a, a of a dilemma. So that's the bad news. But Friday morning we'll be back 7 a.m. ready to rock and roll. Talk about a big time Tennessee win tonight. Tennessee on the road at. Alabama, Tennessee is ranked higher. Tennessee is playing their first road game to open up SEC play. Looking for a big-time performance from our players. They gave it to us against Arizona. Now I'm looking forward each and every game now. So uh, hopefully we see that tonight. And um, if you're traveling to Nashville, please be careful. I hope to see everyone there uh, in Nashville for for the bowl game. Uh, It's supposed to be raining and the weather's not supposed to be great today so please please be careful and rock your orange be careful wearing black because Purdue is black you know Purdue is black so check out your wardrobe plan accordingly pull out the white the orange smoky gray make sure you got enough orange in your get up that's all I'm saying and the checker the whole checker Nissan thing that would have been cool that would have been cool. It, it works better if Tennessee officially puts that out rather than just trying to do it because you get a lot of folks on different pages. But there will be plenty of orange in Nashville. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Hope everyone has a fantastic day. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Peace and love. We are out. <laughs>